so this is the post-workout podcast. This is, uh, I'm Roxanne. Um, if you want to continue or you want to hear what Johnny and I uh, were talking about, listen, listen to it. I'm turning red. I have no idea what to say. It's good. It's funny. I get real. Listen to it. Yes. Hey, what's up, guys? On this episode, I speak with my good friend, Roxy. She's a nurse. She works for an agency that goes door to door to people's homes, to people who are in need. She's worked from kids uh, to uh, grown well, people and then obviously the elderly. And she explains what it's like working within that environment as well as working those you know that stressful job you know the days come and go but she does enjoy it she still has time to go to the gym and then we further discuss how she implements fitness and how it's helped her with her mindset with her habits into helping her further her career and helping her and help her help those in need so without further ado i give you roxy all right i think we're live are we on yes Okay, I can't do this. I give up. I'm walking out. I can't do this. I'm nervous. Roxy, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you doing this. Um, so, you're a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be pretty hectic and very stereotypical of you to be a nurse. Um, but I do want to talk about your upbringing. Yeah. Right? Um, did you always live in Canada? Uh, yeah, I was born and raised in Canada. Um, everything okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do your thing, keep talking. That's okay. Um, Yeah, I was born and raised in Canada. Typical Filipino parents, had to do well in school. You know, um, and like you said, just, it's a stereotype that I am a nurse, but that's because I have a lot of nurses in my family and I'm the type of person who likes to help people. And so I use that and I've been a nurse for about seven years now, eight years. Yeah, so, and I love it, I enjoy it. I don't see myself doing anything else. Like, what, what brought you to nursing? Like, why did you choose that occupation? I know you had the influences of your your family and your peers that were nurses, but why did you choose uh, nursing? Because I know in your upbringing, your middle child. <laughs> no, right? I'm actually the oldest. oldest. Oh my goodness, awesome. I get that all the time. I get that all the time. Um, it's either I am the youngest or the middle child. My, my siblings, yeah, my siblings look so much older than I do. I guess it's a good thing. Yeah. At the same time, it's sometimes annoying. But yeah, I am the oldest of three. Mm. Um, but the reason why I chose nursing was that, like, I feel like nursing is one of the careers where you can be with someone who's just starting their life off, mm-hmm. at, like as a baby, but then you can be with them in their last hours, last minutes of their life. And that's I find that that's a privilege to be able to do that, to be able to work with people or babies that are just born to people who are dying and and being there, comforting them and all that, right? And you don't have, there, I don't think there's any other career that you can say, yeah, I can be with the baby at one point of my career, but then I can also take care of the elderly and be with them with their last days of life, hours of life and comfort them, right? Just being there for them, being that support. And I like that. So where did that mindset come from? Um, I think my mom. My mom, she she's a very, she's very nurturing. She she cares a lot about everybody. I remember just growing up, if there were like a family member that was just coming back or coming from the Philippines, she was the one like, hey, listen, stay at my place. Yeah, I have three kids. There's only two bedrooms in this home. Well, we can make room for you, right? Or 
if someone was sick, she would be like, okay, let's go to their home. Let's give them some food. Like she was that type of type of mom. She was always willing to help out was all the mom, time. Uh, like an older sibling or like one of the only girls? No, my mom was the youngest. Uh, yeah, my mom the was the youngest. The reason why I asked that is because, well, my mom is an older sister and a younger, youngest of the brothers. And <laughs> she, I think, was your mom the first person to come to Canada? Yeah, my mom was the first yeah, of her in her family, on her yeah, on her side of the family to come to Canada. So she kind of felt like I'm here, I made it, I need to bring my whole family. Yeah, and that's essentially what she is doing and what she is still doing because she we have like, I think she had seven siblings. Yeah. And just multiply the amount of kids, like I think six kids each, and from seven. And they started connecting. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and then like because of Facebook, my mom is like sending me face rec uh, Facebook requests. I'm like, sorry, mom, I can't add you. I have there. There's things on my Facebook that I prefer to keep secret. <laughs> so you are an, like I know you're you do nursing and stuff like that. Um, and that obviously that stems from your mom caring with yeah, just people in general, her family as well. How is your upbringing? Um, my upbringing Being with three kids it must be a busy household it was busy all the time um, trying to get mom and dad's attention all the time but I honestly and compared to nowadays my mom and dad disciplined us to the point where like you need to be straight if not if you don't show us any respect we're not gonna do anything for you cool. you know whereas like I feel like nowadays kids can go and kick a stranger in the leg and the parents will be like it's okay don't worry about it he's just a kid whereas if like if i talk back to my mom or told my mom that she was stupid yo i get a slap to the face you, you know that? my feelings on that to be quite honest with you i honestly honestly believe that kids nowadays have no respect for their for their elders there's no discipline whatsoever um i talk about this a lot i think it's just because of social media everything now is on social media kids think they have a screen to cover their faces they feel like they can say and do anything online without the repercussions and because um you can get filmed everybody has a phone that has a camera people are staying back or like even parents just like staying back trying to like keep their calm not do anything because they don't want to be caught on camera and be put posted on instagram or whatnot and say oh this is what my parents did you know what i mean like it's not fair. That's why. That's why parents are scared of their kids. Kids are raising their parents. Do you think we could ever change that? Is there a way we could? I mean, I feel like every generation, that's what they say. Oh, yeah, this generation after us does not have any respect. But I don't think so. Just how with technology and just how, like, parents are my age. I'm 30 or even, like, 35. I don't see myself raising a child right yeah i can put my values and discipline into them but i don't think it's going to change anytime soon why do you why is 30 35 you think they're not ready because i'm not are you ever ready though i guess not but just in this day and age so what type of discipline do you think would work don't be your kid's friend you're not your you're not your you kid's friend no, okay, sorry. But you can swear, it's alright. You're, you're not your kid's friend. You're their parent first and foremost. If they're doing something wrong, you need to tell them this is what you're doing wrong. This is this is lacking respect. You better not do it. I'm, and give them a slap. Do something, right? Discipline now is like, take. oh, I'm going to take away your phone. <laughs> well, that, let's go into that because I know a few parents that 
use a reward system as like a way of discipline. And I see it work, right? You minutes take a kid's phone, they're like, oh no, wait, no, my everything, my everything, you two, you know, Peppa Pig, where is it? Where is she, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I've done a lot. I don't want to know how you know Peppa Pig, <laughs> but I'll just leave it at that. Um, but so, I feel that the reward system could work. Um, obviously, you know, um, abuse, I wouldn't say abuse, but uh, physical, physical temperament and physical abuse <laughs> worked in our generation. Definitely it did. Um, like fear, sorry, that's a better word. Instilling fear, fear in yeah. your children, I feel like is the best way to parent. Yeah, I feel that there's not enough fear. Um, people, again, kids think they can say anything they want to without any repercussions. I found that teaching a kid's class, right? But then I also found that those type of parents in that kid's class who want their kids to experience fitness are much more of that abusive, not abusive, but that fear. Strict. Strict, that's a better term, thank you. Um, that strict mentality. Um, so getting into fitness, you play basketball. I played, yeah, I played basketball growing up. Um, that's because my we're Filipino, and again, another stereotype. I played basketball since elementary school, um, but then I was. But then I started going to school for nursing. Um, I just didn't have time for it anymore. And then I wasn't that serious. Um, it was just like join this league, join that league. You know, play a couple pickup runs and stuff. And then what was the expectation? Oh, um, okay, this is gonna sound stupid. I, rem I wrote this in my grade A yearbook. It's like, um, what did it say? Drew, my dream is to join the WNBA. Okay. <laughs> and that was what, like, yeah, that was like in grade eight. So yeah, I was hoping to be, to go that far. But when you get older, you know that you're, you're not. Um, school. Um, I guess I'm not being really pushed by my parents to like continue like there was a there was a t um yeah they just weren't very oh yeah you know sports isn't very important you need to you need to concentrate on your grades because it's your grades that are going to get you somewhere and not sports yeah so that's also another reason why i stopped you think it's because of their upbringing too coming from like you literally to, nothing yeah you need to work hard yeah. you need to get these grades because i when i was your age i had to struggle and go to school in order to get this job yeah. to move to canada yeah yeah i kind of look back at my parents and i i see where they've come and like i see them work at an office job and i'm like i don't want to work in an office job but then i realized like oh shit they came from a whole different fucking country and it's just like oh i totally get why you had that um yeah, but. like they were on a farm. They, they lived on the farm. Their job was a farm. And so when they get here and they work in an office, like, and they're making really, really good money, obviously that's, and the reason why they got there was because of school mm -hmm. and studying and all that stuff. Of course, that's what they want their kids to do, right? And that's essentially what happened to me. They want, I remember graduating and I got the athlete of the year award and my mom was upset. She, cause I didn't get a scholar award. It was an athlete award. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you, why is it that they want grades so bad though? Like I said, it's because they find that grades is what is going to make you successful in life. So let's go back right? to that, that raising kids. How will you instill that? Or is that important to you if you ever have kids? 
I'm not having kids. Actually, you want kids? That's, no, I don't okay, want kids. Cool. All right. So let's not even talk about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's go I'm back. Not, I don't want kids. <laughs> okay. So your nurse, you work eight to 10, 12 hours a day, right? You're actually, you go job to job, right? Uh, yeah. Is so that, how does that work? Um, so right now I'm a supervisor for the for a nursing agency um, that covers York Region, and um, it's it's not too bad. Like uh, all I do are visits to people's homes. I'm driving around most of the time. I'm not stuck in a hospital or a building for eight ten hours. It gives me the freedom, so I like that. So. And I essentially can, now with this job, I can make my own schedule in a sense. So if I need to, if I want to have a, an hour break or an hour and a half break between clients, I can use that and I can go to the gym and then, you know, I can fit that in my schedule as well. How has fitness influenced your your work habits? Oh, it's it's made me more, what do you, how do I say this? It's made me more, I've, I guess more strict in the sense where like I had to like when you're in a gym and it's structured right especially some of the workouts that I used to do it's like you're given a certain you're, you're given certain things that you have to follow I kind of instill that with my nursing it's like okay I have to see these patients these are what I have to do this is what I have to see I make a list I got to do it and so I put my head, I put my headspace onto there, and then I know that that's what I need to follow. Right? Whereas, like, it's, it's similar to a gym where it's like, okay, this day I have to do arms, and then this day I have to do legs. It's 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 like a schedule, right? You're making your own schedule for the gym. You got to make your own schedule for work. So I find that that's helped me a lot. So how do you train? Like, how is how is fitness benefit you with that? Right? Like with being. Are you you have more energy to do that? Like some people, some people in my community, they work like literally two jobs, three jobs, um, maybe 10, 15 hour days, where they don't think fitness is a priority, right? It seems to me that you've made fitness literally a priority. Fitness is definitely a priority. <laughs> um, and when people say that they're too tired, I honestly I was one of those people until I found something that I enjoyed. And I feel like that's the reason why people just, they just don't have, they haven't found something that they liked, right? Um, what do you mean? Like, I mean, before I used to, I used to think that I couldn't go into like one of those regular gyms where you would have to go in with a game, um, a game plan in mind, right? I was never that type of person. I didn't like that. I would have preferred someone telling me what to do for that complete hour. And I would have, and that was it. Right, and for the longest time, because I did that type of workout, I enjoyed it more. I, it was something I found something that I liked doing, and I find that if you find a workout or type of exercise that you like doing, or a type of gym that you like to go to, you're more likely to stick with working out, right? And um, yeah, now that in regards to like energy, I find that my energy is more. I have more energy throughout the day compared to if I don't work out. I, I'm sluggish. I don't I don't feel the same way. But I, if I get my workout in, I feel like I've accomplished something. I've done. I've worked. I've done all my my reports, and, and then I'm able to go to the gym. You feel accomplished. Like I feel accomplished because I've done so much to the day, and I and I feel like because after the workout, I could still do more. Do you ever right? feel like it's a burden? Sometimes. Like don't get me wrong. There are times like where I'll have a week where I just have no motivation to go to the gym. But then in the back of my mind, I know that my body is benefiting from it. 
Like I, once I see that, I see muscle definition, I see abs coming in, I see my ass growing, or I see that my energy is way different from where I wouldn't be working out. That's a motivation for me to keep going. So then I'm just like, I gotta get out of this headspace, I need to go. So in those right? moments of like that headspace, that negative headspace, how do you overcome it? Like what are the steps that you take? Cause obviously in your head it comes in like, fuck me, I don't wanna do this. Yeah. Okay, and then you're, what is your next step after that? Cause most people um, who don't work out, their next thing is fuck it. It's the whole fuck it, right? So how do you overcome that fuck it voice and just do it? I just wake, honestly, I just wake up and I'm like, okay, I know this sounds bad. It's just like, do you want to be fat? Like, I, <laughs> I know it's, true. Like, it's bad. It, it sounds mean, but like, do fat I want to be terrible. fat? Do I want to be fat? No, I don't want to be fat. I got to get up. Or like, if I see, especially the muscles that I've gained or any, any progress that I have, I don't want to lose that. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to go back. I have to be like, I don't want to lose what I gain. I need to go back and continue growing it so I can look the best or look the way I want to look or feel strong as like, you know, just get as strong as I want to be, mm. right? And I find that that's what gets me out of that mental head. And I also have friends that like also push me. It's always good to have a group, a good group of friends that are able to motivate you or that tell you, you know what, you need to, let's go to the gym, let's have a workout. That's how I got out of my recent um, negative headspace where I didn't work out for quite a while, but I had a friend who was just like, yo, let's, let's start working out. What was let's, going on in that time? Um. Just, um, it was a point where I was trying to find another job, you know, and um, nothing was, I felt like nothing was going for me. I wasn't getting any calls in regards to, I was like passing applications left, right and center, wasn't getting anything. And that, and that just makes you feel like nobody wants you, like, you know, you're not good enough. So if I'm not good enough, what's the point of making myself feel good if I'm just not good enough for anybody else, right? So that got me in a really bad headspace. And then I, but I, but like I said, I had really good friends that were just like, no, let's go, let's get up, stop being, stop being sad for yourself. You know, it, it's gonna happen. You just need to distract yourself. And then that's essentially what happened. The gym just was able to distract me from what was actually going on too, right? So in that, that distraction period, you probably felt like, why am I fucking doing this? Does it, does it make any sense to do this? How long was that period? I would say it was a good, it was a good month. So you, that's, it's a good month after the fact. So after the slump, which was, you said a month? Yeah. Right? So after the four week slump, it took another four weeks of just going there, dreading it to finally, oh shit, I like it again. Yeah. Right? Describe that process. It was it was really hard at first, um, mainly because <clears throat> the, the gym that I I go to like one of those regular gyms and the motivation for me to think up exercise and all that stuff that was draining for me. But then um, once I got in there and then I saw and I, I started making more friends at the gym. They were trying to help me out. I started getting involved with their workouts. You know. Um, that's what helped me get through that whole like distraction, you know, why am I doing this kind of thing. Um, yeah, so it was just, and also like seeing, just seeing also the progress from where I was before, like when I was in that slump, because I don't know about you, like I'm very critical about how I look. So, <laughs> 
So if I look at myself in the mirror and I notice like, oh yeah, my arms aren't de as defined or my legs aren't as big as they were before. Like, you know, it's just, that's what's just like, okay, you gotta get back. You need to get back and start looking like this. So when I was in the gym and even though I'm in the back of my head, I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? I don't wanna be here. When I would look in the mirror and I like do squats or I would do um, bicep curls and I'd see that definition. I'd see myself adding another plate to the, the squat bar. I'd be like, okay, this is why I'm doing this because I'm getting stronger. I see the changes that my body is going through again and going back to where it was before I had that slump. So even though in the back of my head, I was like, I'm not into this. I don't want to do it. I knew it was beneficial for me to reach where, or like just to get to where I wanted to be or just to get to being strong and being fit again, you know? So my mentorship that I have, the mentorship program I have is pretty much, I want to, I, I want to create, but I want to help people create a better life for themselves, being able to work those 10, 15 hour days and then still go to the gym. And when you said that, like, in the beginning you got stressed and you never had like you never had the need or the mindset to like shit i gotta think of shit to do yeah. you wanted people to tell you what to do um i get a lot of that where people wanted you know they want the answer they want the solution and they want to get it over with so mm -hmm. what was your process getting over that um, I had a friend who is a personal trainer. I would ask him, okay, well, this is what I want to work out. Can you give me some exercises? Social media is great too, because they have the videos. There's a bunch of people on social media now who, who just show you the type of workouts that you could do to work out your muscles, your legs, your butt, your chest, right? Whereas I feel like if that wasn't there, I honestly would not have that motivation because I would be like, I'm the type of person who's very critical with form and the way that I, I look and do things. If I feel like I'm not doing right, doing the exercise right, and I feel like I'm, I look stupid, I'm not gonna do it, right? But at least if I have a video that I can see that I can reference, um, at least I know the dynamics, the movement of the exercises, and I know that's okay, this is what I'm doing. If it doesn't look like that when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, then I know I'm doing it wrong and I need to correct myself. So how do you get over right. that look of stupidity? I just blast my music up and then I look over my shoulder and if I see someone, <laughs> I don't sound bad when I look over at like someone and they're doing something so stupid. I'm like, okay, I don't look as stupid as that as anything. <laughs> but no, yeah, joke, but jokes aside, like I just, I just suck it up and I just have to place in my head, you know what? These people aren't here to judge. These people aren't here. These no. people aren't here to watch me. Yeah. Right? Like I, that's what, that was the one thing that I had to overcome as well. Like I had to take that out of my head these people aren't watching me work out yeah it seems like they're looking my way but they're probably not looking my way to watch what i'm doing a couple guys probably probably because they're creeps but at the same time it's like you just need to get that out of your head right so, they're not there to judge you and make sure that you're not doing anything wrong like for me I know it said that I looked over at someone and I would just like okay I, I don't look you as stupid yourself, for sure. yeah for sure but then there are times where I would find myself like I know there's like a, a novice girl trying to do squats and I see that her squats are actually so bad like I would actually walk up to her and I'd be like listen nice. you know this is not how you're supposed to do it and she and they would appreciate it right or and and there would be times where to me one guy would be like oh if you do this or you do that I don't take it as criticism I take it as not like constructive criticism they're helping me they want me to make sure that i'm working out the right muscle or work out another muscle right so 
that's another thing too. Not no. everybody there is trying to make sure that you look like an idiot. They <laughs> actually just, I probably just want to help you out. You know, that's actually a good uh, topic I want to touch on. Is like, how do you know when to help somebody? Like, because there's always you do, you have them all the time. People, novice people that go in the gym, mm-hmm. and you obviously support that being someone who was there. I support that as well. Mm-hmm. But how do you kind of, <laughs> how do you go to them and specifically guy girl? Right? How do you have that interaction? Um, well, I've had, like for me, I, I only approach girls because I feel like I, I'm in no way, I, I feel like I'm not knowledgeable enough to approach like a guy, especially if the guy looks like you, like big and you know, they obviously know what they're doing. So who am I to say, oh, you're, you're maybe you need to like adjust your feet or There's something a lot like of that, guys right? That don't know what yeah, I know. I've seen that in the gym, but like I said, I, I, I am intimidated by them, so I yeah. don't walk over them. But the type of people that I would approach that I know would need help are the ones that are like looking at the the squat, like the squat bar, and they're just like, oh, I don't know what to do, or like just picking up like the lightest of the dumbbells. Like they look scared. You could just, you could tell that they're new, right? And so I would. I'm just trying to go up to them and be like, hey, can I just say something? And then if they're like, uh, yeah, sure, I'd help them out. Or like if I say, hey, listen, maybe you should move your, you should change this up a little bit, do this or um, do that. And they're receptive to it, okay. But if they're not, I mean, I gave them advice. You can take my advice if you don't, if you want to, you don't have to. Um, with guys, I don't know. I've. I, there was a gym, there was a gym that I went to and people thought I was a bitch. <laughs> so I mean, but when guys approach me, I don't I take it with a grain of salt. Like I just engage in conversation that they want to help me out. That's cool. Just as long as they don't touch me, <laughs> you know. Like especially if it's a guy that knows what they're doing, I'll 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 be receptive to it. <clears throat> but if it's a guy that I've seen in the gym who obviously has no idea what they're doing and their their form is actually atrocious, I'm gonna just be like, okay, thanks, you know. I'm not gonna so continue. So in the gym, um, I will say you are a pretty girl, right? You're a very pretty girl. So how do you respond to you know those guys in, in the fucking gym creeping? I honestly, there was a, at my gym. There's a bunch of creepers, and I just ignore it. You know, like if you want to watch, fine, watch. Like whatever. I'm doing my own thing. That's not that's not putting a hindrance on my workout. I'm doing what I need to do to work out. If you want to waste your time at the gym and watch me work out, fine. You're not slowing me down, creeping me out, but you know, I'll do what I need to do to work out and get my ass out of there so I don't need you to watch me, right? Um, there have been times though where I like, <clears throat> I'm the type of person if, I just don't like being stared at. There you are. <laughs> Only sometimes. But like, if it's like, if it's unwanted attention. Oh, for sure. Right, I'll just be like, hey, li- like I will, put them on the spot, I'd be like, hey. And then they would walk, like, they would look away. No, yeah, because like, what else are you gonna do? Like, if, if you really don't want them to look at you, and you're just gonna, if you, yeah, if you really don't wanna look, if you really don't want them to look at you and it's making you really uncomfortable, yeah. say something. Yeah. Because if they're not doing it, if they're only, if they're doing it to you, they're definitely doing it to other women at the table. So if you stop that person, maybe he'll be like, oh shit, she caught me. Maybe some other girls caught me. Maybe I don't wanna do it, yeah. right? Uh, and I've, I've been guilty of this. Uh, just like, guys can be complete creeps. Oh, I know that. I know guys that can be fact. fucking creeps. Doesn't matter if they have a girlfriend or not. <laughs> they, they're just complete Yeah, creepers. I'm guilty of it. It's, it's, I think it's, it's definitely just a, a guy thing. It's like embedded in our genetic code to just look. 
Now, obviously, there are guys that take that to the next level and drool, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I do want to get into this where there is a little bit of, not a little bit, there's, the genders are starting to separate. And it's a weird, like, phenomenon that's happening where, like, girls are just st- sticking with girls and guys are just sticking with guys. Now, I saw that growing up as a kid where, like, guys against girls. And now, it's, for some it's reason, like now, it's slowly so. transitioning into adulthood. And I don't feel like we're ever growing up. And I, that's probably why, like, you think that fucking 30, 35 years old, why should you have kids? Where I feel that there is that separation just consistently going away. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I do see it happen, but I'm the type of person, I was a tomboy growing up, right? I had more guy friends than I did girlfriends, and that's just because I, I, I enjoy hang out with guys more and I, I i still that's that's how i look at it still right now like if you were to look at my group of friends my the majority of my guys my majority of my friends are guys right even when i worked out um why why did you decide to be a tomboy oh just because it just was um also my i have a lot of older guy cousins and they influenced me too and just watching them gotcha. like they they were also ones that influenced me to play basketball as well okay. and base and softball baseball and whatnot um i watched them i was like hey this is cool like you know i got picked on in school because i was a tomboy but were you bullied it wasn't so much bully like i had friends but who was picking on me? those people the, the people that i considered friends oh really yeah, like the guy friends or the girls the girls okay. right and i also feel like now that you're saying it out loud girls and guy friends now that i figure it and like now that i'm thinking i feel like that's the reason why i can't be friends with girls because of the traumatic thing that i have with the girls but anyways that's that's a side note but yeah because i was different you know because i wasn't the typical girl who would wear a dress put on makeup blah blah, blah. i was the type of girl who wore long tees and a baggy pants mm. you know and I felt like I could, I related more to guys and I was able to relate to girls. Now she's a dime piece. <laughs> <laughs> Looks yeah, good in a dress. You um, know? So why do you think, because there are a lot of girls that do that, who segregate girls who hang out with guys because they're hanging out with the guys. Why is that? Because I'm a guy. I see that. I'm like, if I see a girl hanging out with the girls, I'm like, she's one of the buddies. Right? Like, I would never even, like, don't get me wrong. I would probably think at one point, yeah, yeah fuck, I'd fuck her. Right, but then after it'd be like, okay, no, she's just one of the guys. I would never do that. Mm-hmm. So why do you, why did the, why do you think those girls acted that way? Uh, which girls? The ones your that so-called are like, friends. Um, because I, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't the norm for them, you know. Like, I was into basketball. I was into this. I was in, I was into all everything boys. Yeah. Right. But and didn't you have peers that were like? Obviously, you're on a girls' team, so didn't you have? teammates that were kind of similar to you really i was like an alien dude whoa yeah i was like an alien i found that hard to believe there was like i remember one girl who was like a straight up tomboy like she was worse than me but uh she wasn't like in uh she was an older an older grade than me and all that stuff but um yeah i just feel like because they were able to relate to more things girly than to like sports and all that stuff that I was into, like with guys. What were you I into? just basketball, wrestling, baseball. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like what is it? 
the that gladiator show. Remember that gladiator show? Oh my god, you're dating yourself. Oh shit. Um, Amer- the American, American gladiator. gladiator? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like at my house, my friends, my guy friends and I thing. would set up shit in our basement, my basement, to do that. If I were to ask one of my girlfriends, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know? Like that's that's where it was. And and in regards to like the segregation thing, like I feel like it should be it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't happen at the gym. Because I found that like me working out with guys actually got me stronger. Mm. You know? And it was also an ego boost, you know. I would pair myself up during classes, preferably with a guy, because he would push I, I he would push me to try and do what he was he was doing mm. right and i know this sounds bad but when i if i were to, with a girl i'd either be the same which which is nothing it's just which is not bad but when you're doing one of those classes and you want to push yourself you want you don't want to be the same as somebody else or you don't want someone who has you don't want to work out in general with someone who is not as strong or who isn't as who has doesn't have that much stamina as much stamina as you do, right? Because that just I feel like that just wrecks your workout. But would uh, if, if they had the same intensity level, like say they were like some kid came up to you and wanted mm-hmm. to work out with you, right? Obviously you couldn't do the same weight, but if they matched your intensity level. Would that would that change? Um, because you said they can't li- like they couldn't lift. So you're matching intensity? like you're matching the <laughs> what they do based off their intensity level. Yeah, does that make it sound? Does that like make me sound shallow? Like a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not judging. Like, if that's your point of view, that's your point of view, man. I like, just feel like if a guy. But I definitely get where you're coming. From. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I definitely get like, where you're coming from. My my buddy that I like, I'm still friends with, right? Like, I we were we would partner up all the time. Yeah. And he would I he would push me because like he was definitely much stronger than yeah. me so I wanted to get to his level yeah. I wanted to be able to push a sled as far as he could like as far as he could with that much weight you know and and when I was able to you know how like that was a huge ask ego boost like it made me feel so accomplished right. made me so strong you know and it and I feel like if you are working out with a guy and then the guy like is impressed with what you can do that he can lift or you, you, yeah, you can lift, you can do this much as much as them or even more. Yeah. I feel like that makes you feel so much more better, right? And I don't think that like- As a woman? Yeah, as a woman. I don't know how it is with guys with when they work out with girls, but I don't know if it's the same thing. I'll let you know, like it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a little bit of peacocking going on when you're, with, when you're partnered with a girl or training with a girl in general because you don't want to seem weak. And then you also don't want to, you also, want to like show off right then again with that being said in regards to being the peacock and you want to show off that pushes you to do more you Mm -hmm. know for For sure sure. right like but like yeah sometimes it may slow you down because a girl can't do as much as you it only slows down when you got to switch weights (laughs) yeah that's that's the problem right and that's where i want to bring up intensity like again if a girl is like um going 110 percent, 120 percent like Again, the gym I used to go to, there's a lot of women that work out there and they're fucking intense. And that's inspiring to me. Like, not just from a, a sexual point of view, but from like, a, oh shit. <laughs> if they're gonna put their, put their into it, or they're all into it, I'm gonna put my yeah. all into it. So it had, it, that aspect had nothing to do with peacocking. But when it's one-on-one, it's really weird, right? Like, it's, it's almost like, I 
hate, I don't want to say sex, but it's very like competitive. It's weird, right? Like I want to, I want to show her off, or I want to be like, I want to show that I can do it. Um, I could do better than her, I guess, when I I know I can. Um, but then there's also that girl that can match me, mm-hmm. and I've seen girls that can match me, stamina wise, endurance wise, and it's like, holy fuck. Like I'm out of breath, but she's still going. I'm like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> like this is this is not happening. I'm not I'm not letting a girl beat me. That that man, that meat-headed boy, comes out and says that guys are better than girls. I never have. I don't want to have her have that happen. Um, so I think the the sexual makeup has something to do with it, where a girl will always be competitive with a guy, but a guy will be always be more competitive with a girl than he is with another guy yeah for sure but i think girls will always be more competitive with other girls than they would with a guy that's very confusing but i hope people no i get it because girls are just catty and they want to be the best out of like their like they want to be the best girl in that group of girls i'm not gonna lie i was one of those girls Mm. you know and that's what made me like made me look like a bitch because like i wanted to be the best out of everybody like out of all the girls right and I wouldn't. Is I wouldn't that why all the girls didn't hang out with you? <laughs> hey, whatever. That's okay. okay. I don't really care. Okay. I'm getting stronger. I'm stronger than you. So what? <laughs> Fuck you. So, <laughs> so what are some what are some strengths that you have with regards to fitness? Um, are you saying like in regards to like what I can? No, not basically what you can do. Like what do you say you're good at when it comes to fitness? Anything. I think the one thing that I'm good at is just like. I know we said that, yeah, I got into that headspace where I wasn't able to do anything, but just getting that self-motivation to go in and not give any fuck about what people are thinking of what I'm doing and what they're saying, or yeah, what they're thinking of me, is just being able to block those out and being able to just work on myself, con- concentrate on myself, right? Um, being able to, now being able to construct my own workouts right i feel like that's one of my strengths now like i'm before i'd shy away from looking at videos from instagram asking people for help you know i now i don't i put my pride aside and be like hey listen i have no idea what to do with my next workout can you help me out i'll go on social media scroll through okay maybe i'll look at leg workouts see what i can do here you know because everything is like you're, it's 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 a learning it's a, everything you're doing in life you're learning from right you need to learn in order to progress in life right so I feel like those are that's one of my one of my strengths and and seeing that being able to see the changes and knowing that hey listen I'm I'm getting strong and just recognizing recognizing that what I'm doing is benefiting myself my headspace my my overall figure and everything like that I feel like that's what's helping me being able to tackle is it, is it just about vanity for you? No. No. What have you? What benefits have you seen, just like health-wise, like life-wise? Uh, I have. I definitely have more energy. Um, the fact that I can, my older cousin, older guy cousins can go up to me and be like, "Hey, can you open this jar? I can open this. <laughs> I can open a jar that they can't open." Um, I mean, it's just, it's it just energy-wise knowing that like looking back four or five years before i started getting into like the whole fitness thing i'm i can 
I'm as strong as I can be. Like I can, and I know I can get stronger. Um, What's your favorite exercise? It's probably gonna be like a typical like girl answer, but I love doing like squats. Yeah. Yeah. What do you squat now? I'm still at a plate and I think I've dropped though. I think I'm a plate and a quarter. Okay. I it's been a long goal of mine to get to two plates and I got so close to doing it. But I mean, now that I'm at a regular gym, I there's there's not a lot of people who know how to spot, right? So if I want to try and hit that weight, I need to find someone who can spot you. Spot me without looking creepy. <laughs> and when the squat rack is available, because I feel sure. like everybody loves a squat rack too, right? So it's sure. like, you know. I think a lot of girls think every day is leg day. See, okay, that's my sister. Ish. And yeah, because she goes I've seen your gym. sister, you could tell her it's not working. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, she, whenever I go to the gym, she'll ask me what I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing arms. You want to do arms with me? She's like, no, nah, I'm doing legs. She does legs every single day. So guys, it's upper body, women's legs. Yeah, but for me, I want to work out every every muscle in my body. I'm not the type of girl to go in and be like, I'm doing legs this day, and then I'm going to do legs again on this day, and I'm going to do legs the entire week, and every time I go to the gym. I've seen girls that do that. Why is, why is full body so like intriguing to you? Because, yeah, your legs, like, you can make your legs strong, but I like feeling strength in my arms, being able to see that muscle definition. I am one to base my progress on how I can see my body and also my strength, right? How are you gonna have strong ass legs and not being able to hold the door open or, you know? It's just That's like you- balance, Yeah, right? it's balance, right? You have big ass legs and your arms are like skinny toothpicks, you know? And, it's, and I feel like that's how it is for everybody. You can tell, like, oh yeah, you obviously know that this guy only likes to work out arms because look at his arms and then look at his legs. It's, it's, it's always a joke, like it's, it's a joke, but it's, it's a serious thing. It's true. Right, people only concentrate on one thing because they feel like, oh, this looks great on me. I'm gonna continue to work out this body part because I can and, it, and it's only, and- A lot of people don't see. understand it's about the weaknesses, right? It goes back to that, that headspace where you know, uh, you're distracted or you don't want to do it. It's coming from that point of weakness mm. and then realizing, shit, just continue, keep going and you'll be like in this new headspace where I can do it. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like I hated, I remember saying this, I hated working out upper body. I hated working on my arms because I wasn't strong enough. But then when I started going to like this gym where I would have to construct my own workouts, I started off with like five pound dumbbells and then gradually went out to 10 and now I'm like doing curls with like 20, 25. Yay. So it's like, you know, it's like when you're able to actually see your progress in how much you can lift compared to how you first started, that should be that should be motivation for you too, right? Being able to actually see, even though you don't see it on your body, right? You can see just by the, the, the weights that you're picking up. Fitness right? is definitely one of the most honest things or activities or lifestyles you could ever live. Yeah, for sure. You literally get what you put in. Yeah. And you get out what you don't put in. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, right? exactly. So, like, sorry, continue. Like if you don't do cardio, you know, like yeah, okay, people will talk about like, oh yeah, you yeah. shouldn't do cardio, there's all these other things. But like if you don't do cardio, you're you're not gonna be able to run certain time, like, yeah, right? Probably. 
Exactly. If you're if you're only going to work out your legs, yeah, you'll have like crazy ass legs. But like, what about your arms? Don't you want to have like strength in your arms too? No, I just want to. I just want a big butt. Oh, guys. <laughs> this is why I'm not friends with girls. <laughs> I want to look good on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, so we discussed your strengths. What weaknesses do you have? Or what do you, what would you like to work on? What would I like to work on? Just to... Improve, sorry. That's a better word. What would mm, you improve? Just try, maybe, just trying to, I guess... Once I get into that that mentality, okay, this is like my workout mentality. Okay, I've been to the gym straight every single day for the past month and a half. I want to get out of my head. Oh yeah, I've worked really, really hard for a month and a half. Or like you know when people work out just to look good for vacation, and then they once vacation once the vacation is done and over, they just stop. I'm kind of like that where it's just like okay, I've worked out pretty hard for the past month and a half. Maybe I sh I can t I can take a break, you know. And so then sometimes that's one of my weaknesses where it's like, okay, I'll reward myself with a break. And then, the break, yeah. and then that break turns, like yeah. And, and then it just, and then it's another, it's a, it's a snowball effect, right? You it's like, yeah, you waste that consistency. And I, and I know I said that I'm, I like that motivation, but sometimes there are times where it's like really hard, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's one of my weaknesses too, where it's like, I, I'm the type of person who, who feels a lot of, I'm a girl, I feel a lot of emotion. So if I feel like there's some things that like is affecting me emotionally, I that will be a hindrance to me when I have to go to the gym and my workouts just are shit. But do you find that when you do have those times where, you know what, I'm good, I can have a break? Is that just an excuse to be like, an excuse for the, 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 the voice in your head saying, I don't wanna fucking go? Probably, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, when you said, like, it, it was like a burden. Yeah. Right? There are times where it does feel like a burden because you don't want to go. Like, you just want to relax, especially if you have, if you've been working, like, a real, it's been a really, really long month with, like, work drama and life and that. drama and all that stuff, right? You just, and you create you a story. yeah, and you just be like, you know what? I worked out on this. I'm looking great. I'm eating great. You know, I'll just take a break, just make sure I eat properly, and I'll be fine. And justify. And yeah, you try to justify what you're like. You try to justify your break, and then you do the break, and then you say, okay, it's only going to be like a day or two, and then that day or two turns into a week, and that week turns into a month, and then all of a sudden you're just back into that slump where you were you were first emotional before, and now you're just like, damn, I'm more emotional because now I look like shit. I'm not as strong. I, I feel like crap. Like you know, and that's the one things that I that's the one thing I wanted take my mind out or like try and change about myself is that yeah sometimes a gym can feel like a burden but I need to instill it in my head like I said before I see my strength like I see that I'm getting stronger I see the the effects of the exercises that are that yeah. have effect on my body and I need to make sure that I instill that right and I feel like that's how some people just fall off the wagon you know like that's how stop and sturdy stop and mm -hmm. sturdy that's how people when they especially when people hit their plateaus right it's just like yo i'm not losing anything i'm not gaining anything and why do stop. i keep yeah and then they stop and you're guaranteed not to gain anything or yeah. lose anything exactly so right? why is that so appealing to people like there's literally seasons to lifting and fitness you specifically bodybuilding in the winter you yeah, bulk, bulk and then in the summer you shred where why do we have that stigma why do we have to prepare for something why can't we just learn to consistently just do something 
fuck all the distractions, fuck all the fact that you don't feel like it, and just keep going. How do you instill that mind frame? Oh man, I don't even know. Like, it's just, I mean, it has it has to do a lot with just like I guess it's all a men it's a mental thing, right? Like, if you feel like, especially over the winter time. You, there's just no motivation because it's cold there's like snow right you don't want to head over to the gym and all that stuff so then like people just like want to bulk and then they want to shred in the summer because like in the summertime you have you're wearing close to nothing and you want to show off your physique you want to you want to be able to look good in the summertime right and I don't know it's just I feel like I went off on a tangent those people walked by and it was like squirrel and I like completely <laughs> forgot <laughs> So how do you instill that mind frame of just consistently just going? Just keep going. Yeah. Um, how would you, sir? How would, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, like, it's it's easier said than done, but it's just like, you you just have to do it. You know, like, you, you just have to do it. You have to get yourself up and be like, have that mindset. I'm gonna go and work out in the gym. Like for me, I, I set out my gym clothes the next morning because when I for the morning for the next morning because when I see it I'm like fuck I got my gym clothes out I gotta go like you know just like little things that's to instill in my head I need to I need to go like there's no bulking there's no shredding in my head because yeah okay yeah you can look at me I don't need to bulk I don't need to shred blah, 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 right it's a day by day thing right and there's gonna there's gonna be struggles. You had a shitty ass day at work. Your your boyfriend or your girlfriend are just like completely pissing you off and you don't want to go. But you need to know that like I feel like you need you need to instill in your head that you know the gym is probably gonna help you just get that all that frustration away. You know, use that as motivation to like yo he's pissing me off. I'm gonna lift. I'm gonna try and like get all the anger and try to lift heavier or you know try and um run the treadmill faster or you know just i don't know use what's getting you down as motivation to get you out of it right uh, to use the gym to get you out of that so how do people do that right because a lot of people would say that i don't have the motivation or i have no inspiration you know i tried this i tried that well right? yeah so i find that the reason why people have that difficulty is because they haven't found something they liked okay right like I said, when I when I first started this whole like fitness journey of mine, I was going place. I was trying to figure out where to go, what I can do. In the beginning, I wasn't that type of person to go to a gym and make up my own exercises. Like I told you, right? I needed someone to tell me what to do, and I found a place like that. And because it worked so well with my work schedule, and I had friends there, I got along with them. At least I would think so. Mostly everybody. Um, people who cared. Yeah. Right. Uh, with the people I got along with mostly everybody and I liked it. it was a great atmosphere it was something I finally found something that I liked to do mm -hmm. right and that's what pushed me because if you if you start doing something that you like to do it's gonna be harder for you to say oh I don't have the motivation especially if it's something you like so how, how do you find that what something you like just go and just I did research like I asked a friend like hey listen because I knew he did um because I did actually I did kickboxing for a couple for like a year or two and I just found that like I, I loved it a lot but the just it was just too far so but I knew that I wanted to get back into that sort of, sort of like type of 
like exercises because they were pretty they were pretty intense, right? And so I had a friend who does um, Muay Thai, and he was like, "Hey, listen, you can check out this gym. You know, maybe they'll like it." And uh, yeah, I mean, fresh assured, I did. Right? You just need to go and look. A lot of places now have try one class yeah. thing. Take advantage of it. Or like you have a week of free classes, take a week of the free classes, see if it's something for you, you know? Of course the gym is, of course going to a regular gym is cheaper, but if it, but if you're gonna pay for something that you like doing and it's beneficial for your health, you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep wanting to do it. So what right? drove you to find that, to do that research? Um, to be quite honest with you, I saw that my boyfriend, he was like, he was really fit. Like, you know, he plays a lot of sports too. He goes to the gym, he plays volleyball, he plays basketball. And I, I, I saw him as motivation to be like, hey, listen, look at you compared to me. You're so active, you know, I want to get back to that. And so that's what pushed me to like look for gyms that offered classes that would help me get cardio in, do maybe like even kickboxing again, you know? Um, I actually considered CrossFit for a second. Sorry, <laughs> right? I have nothing against CrossFit. But, um, but yeah, like you need to you need to find what you like, what the when the workout doesn't feel like a workout to you, you're enjoying it, you know. And I understand that when people join those type of gyms where you have to make out your own workout, there's no enjoyment of that because you have to do your own so work. Hard. Yeah, and it's by yourself, right? You don't. You don't have that motivation. You don't like. There's no one motivating you to say, "Oh yeah, you're doing awesome. You're doing great," mm -hmm. you know, and telling you, "Oh, you know, you don't. You, you can probably push more," and that makes you push yourself more, right? But beyond that, there's almost when you said that you saw your boyfriend, it's like, "Oh fuck up." It's like that. You got to keep up, right? Yeah, was, but not keep up, but like you know, if he's doing that work, what am I doing? Yeah, right. You attach an identity mm -hmm. to it, and you found like, "Oh shit, I need to figure. I need to get this." How do I get this? Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of like went through the easy. Yeah, I went through like looking, like I said, looking through the internet, trying to find gyms closer to me and you know, what would work for me. And you just uh, took action. I took action. action. Yeah. I mean, my boyfriend will tell me like, yeah, he just, he would have liked me whether or not I would work out or whatever. Right. Obviously. A good boyfriend. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I just, I just put off on myself because I was done school. I had a job. Right, and I had time in my schedule that allowed me to go and do, uh, like, to work out, to you know, go to a gym. And luckily, I did end up finding a gym that was would work with my schedule, right? And not only that, it was it was a great place to be. Like, I made a lot of friends, you know, and it was a type of workout that I liked. Cool. So, yeah, that's that's where I find that it's the most difficult thing for people to stick with. Yeah, is because they haven't found what they like doing. Right, so like, what would you say to someone who just hasn't, well, has been on and off, just ha literally hasn't really kind of started or continued anything? What would you say to that person? Just keep pushing, you know? Even though right now at this moment you feel like you don't like it, you will eventually, you know? Especially if it, especially if what the place is. with relationships? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, I feel like that's like, um, Man, now you lost my train of thought. Sorry, how do you, when someone who's new, who's starting and stopping consistently. Oh yeah, 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 so like, so like, um, yeah, right now you hate it, but you need to know that what this class is providing you is what you 
that what you were, yeah, what you were looking for in regards to structure, in regards to your your goals. You just need to keep doing it because you know you got to keep in the back of your mind that eventually, if you continue doing it, it's going to work out for you, right? I mean, I tried a bunch of things, right? I did kickboxing. I think I did. I think I did pole dancing for like a a year. That was awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I did pole dancing for a year. I liked it, but it didn't work out with my schedule. Mm -hmm. Right, so I had to stop it. But what right? about pole dancing was it? I know personally, not personally, but I know why it would be. You're holding yourself in the air, right? That's pretty pretty intense. What did you like about that? Because there's a whole fucking bad stigma. Oh, you want to be a stripper or what? No, right? I, so. I know. And people, that's how it was. Like, everyone was just, especially when I posted videos on Instagram, they're just like, oh, you're going to try and I get a it. side job? <laughs> You want to get a side job like and then i joke around like yeah but no like pull has you work on muscles that you did not know you had and it makes you so much more stronger and you could see it just by like i could tell like from my first class to like my from from my first class to like one of my last classes i was like lifting myself throwing myself upside down and it was because like i it, because it made me stronger that progress Right, it works out so much more than just like, yeah, you can do weights, but if you do weights and then you do pole dancing, you can okay. see it. It helps. It helps a lot. So, it do you think it got popular because a lot of girls have that like it, that's like taboo? What? And it wasn't like you're not really becoming a stripper, but it's like almost like, oh, what if could I be a stripper? Isn't that like, in, is is that why? Why is it so intriguing? Well, for me, I know that I know for me and my friend when we first started going, um, it's gonna sound, it's gonna make us sound like we're uh, we're like ego, like I don't know, like really self-absorbed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Confident. That's a good word. Uh, when we first went, the instructor was like, "You guys are so strong!" Like nice. in our first class, and because, and I think that instilled in our head, like, "Yeah, we're pretty strong. We can do mm -hmm. this." And yeah, we were able to do it, you know, like, and I liked the, it was just a different type of workout from being so intense, being like, go, 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 push, 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 to like, you know, you can do your own routine, routines. It's like, it was more laid back in a sense. And I, and I liked that. I was never a dancer. And this is all like, in the way that you would have to like the, what is it? the little things that they had us do, like in regards to the music and stuff. Remember, I was a tomboy, like that, I was not used to that. So for me, to, and it also helped me get out of my shell. Sure. Right, and I feel like that's what it does for other women too, right? Like, they're not used to seeing themselves like this or doing these moves and everything like that. And so they, and then they end up like thinking, oh yeah, maybe they like it. And then they get the encouragement from other people and everything like that. And then that gives them more self-confidence, right? And they end up doing it more. So it almost looks like you have to detach that stigma. For sure. You right? need to see, like, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of, at least from a guy's point of view, I think a girl's going in there because they're trying to like, you know, get something out that's within them no right definitely cool. not right um i did it because uh what do you call it so my friend and i we went on a couple's trip to uh the dominican and we saw this like show and these girls had like amazing bodies right and that gave us motivation like yo we want to like look like those dancers 
and we weren't we didn't want to do like Zumba or like right. those type of classes and we ended up doing pool and like yeah we were just like hey listen we saw the girls that were like we saw the instructors that were doing the classes these girls were as fit as those dancers wow. yeah like probably more muscle definition on some girls that I like, would see at, at the gym on a regular basis wow. yeah it works out it's a, an amazing workout especially if you start lifting yourself doing spins on the pole and hang, like letting yourself hang upside down like it works out a lot and people think like you're spinning on a pole how much how much work can it be yeah you do a class and let me know <laughs> that's true you know what i mean and like, guys love it guys fucking love it yeah, yeah. Exactly. um but i am going to end the podcast all right, uh, this episode. Um, but I do have some off-the-cuff questions for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm in a hot seat? I guess so. I guess you can call it a hot seat. Wait. But it's only a couple. I, they're pretty cool questions. Um, I think so. At least I, I've only done this twice. I don't know. Um, I, hopefully you and I had the same uh, same definition of cool. But go on. <laughs> well, what's your Instagram about? Is there a theme of what you post or... I don't know. There's a, a lot of people tell me that when they go on my Instagram, they can tell that like I, I love like I post a lot about my family, like my nephews and my niece. I love them to death. Doesn't mean I'm having kids. I'm going to be the cool auntie, but yeah. Um, so there's a lot of family. I love to go on vacations to the beach. If you look on my Instagram, it's either my nephews and nieces or the beach, um, and my friends once in a while, and a couple of selfies here and there when I'm feeling myself. So you know. Talk about the guinea pig. <laughs> so okay oscar is my mom is getting pig but uh i love him he's an ama- he's like a dog he is probably the size of a dog um, i put him on instagram because honestly people love him like when i post him on my stories people will i'll get like floods of people like sort like um messaging me yo who, like i haven't seen him in so long like, wow yeah they love him yeah so he he's a He's my guinea pig. What about him? Is like so, in, like obviously I'm sure it's because you had him for a while. Correct? I've only well, I've only had him for two years, okay. but he's not like a he's not a guinea pig. He's like a legit. He looks he's a very legit smart. dog. He's he's a dog. Like he will follow you. He knows his name. He if you open the fridge, he'll go to the he'll he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll he knows where the fridge is. If you open the back sliding door, he hears that and he'll be like, oh, that's food. I need to go outside and get grass. So like we'll wow. take him out and he'll just like chill. He he's not a guinea pig. He's a dog, that's and he's cool. like he's huge. My mom feeds him all the time. My mom, I say that my mom, it's my mom's favorite child. Why did your mom get a guinea pig? Because she didn't want a dog. <laughs> Yeah, my mom is a, my mom is a, like a, a pet lover. Okay. So she loves any she or really? like animal lover. She loves anything. Just she does she just wants an animal that's low maintenance. That's why I mean she loves dogs, but we will never get one. Right. Right. But Oscar's the next best best thing. Cool. That's why he has his own um, little highlight on my on my Instagram because oh, nice. he's awesome. Yeah, no, you seem to care about that that thing. <laughs> thing I don't know him a lot. It's a him. <laughs> it's a him. Well, what are some things that you have to get done every single day to be you? Um, things that I get done. You I have need, to get done, like non-negotiables. I okay now, right now at this moment, I need to get to the gym. <laughs> now, like at this moment, I need to get at the gym. Um, just making sure that I have, because right now for my job, I have to make sure that I have to plan visits ahead of time. So, um, I have to make sure that I have visits 
set for the for the upcoming week, so I have to make sure that's done. Um, just get some downtime to myself, you know? Read a book, chill outside for a little bit, talk to my parents, you know, because we're just so busy now and it, just, it's, it hurts me to say this, but it's like my, our parents now have more years to look back on than they yeah. do to look forward. And you need to you need to take advantage, like you need to take that and take advantage and just sit down with them, especially now, right? So I try to make it so that way I like spend time with my like talk to my parents about whatever. And right now, I, because the finals are on, watch basketball. So that's it, yeah. Uh, eat. Eat, <laughs> you don't eat enough. Obviously, yeah, I don't eat enough, <laughs> according to a lot of people, but yeah, just like spend time with my parents, um, get some me time, get some downtime, go to the gym, make sure that I'm set for my next day at work because I wanna make sure that my whole week is stress-free, mm -hmm. right? What advice can you give someone who's struggling with fitness? Keep pushing. Like I said earlier, find something that you like doing um, because once you do, you're gonna fall in love with your fit, like you're gonna start your fitness journey and you're gonna love it, right? Yeah, it's hard right now to try and find something, but if you find something that works with your schedule, um, that is something that you do somewhat find enjoyable and is going to help you reach your goals. Stick to it because in a month or two, you're gonna ask yourself, why didn't I find this sooner? Why didn't I start that sooner? Because I feel like that's what, that's what a lot of people say. It's like, why didn't I start working out? I love doing this. Or why didn't I start doing this class? Or why didn't I start doing this activity, you know? or else if you stop, you're gonna regret it and then you're just gonna go into that ball. Just find something, try and stick to it as much as it pains you and as much how hard it is just to stick to it, event, like the end, end result will be much, much greater than the struggle that you're going through right now. What are you grateful for? I am grateful for my family, honestly. Um, sometimes shit hits the fan with them but I, they're, they're gonna always be the constant in my life, regardless of how mean we are to each other, how terrible our relationships are. At the end of the day, we're still gonna be family and we're still gonna be with each other, right? Friends come and go, relationships come and go, but you're, and yeah, your parents or your family will look at you and be like, oh, why don't you, you couldn't, like they'll look down upon you sometimes, but they do it with love because they want the best for you. That, that's what I'm trying to tell in my head because my parents were very, very strict. But yeah, I love my family. My family is, I, I don't know what I would do without them. What's the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received? I don't know. I don't think I've had, oh, that's, I guess just, just keep pushing yourself. Like, you know, even though when times are hard and people, people don't agree with what you're doing, just, just keep pushing. Just keep doing what you're doing. And Is there anything that, uh, sorry, keep going? No, that's it. Is there anything that keeps you awake at night or worries you? Um, the thought of possibly trying to buy a house. <laughs> Real talk. Why that? It just, I mean, yeah, I got a job, but if I want to, just, I don't know. Just gotta push yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just with the dude, I have to be a fucking millionaire in order to buy a house anywhere near here. You know oh yeah, near your work and stuff. Yeah, yeah the housing's so pretty hectic. It's just it's just hard, right? Trying to get there. 
to get that house. But like I said, I, I, I'm very determined. I know I will get there, but in the middle of the night, it's just like, damn, I'm 30 and I still live with my parents. What am I gonna do? I know the feeling. Right? I definitely know the feeling. But like, then again, like it's that thing where it's just, yeah, people, people get their degree when they're 35, have kids when they're 40, find a house when they're 50. Like there's no timeline for anything. Right, and I guess that's what people need to get out of their head. That's, I guess that's what I need to get out of my head too, so I don't stay up at night. So where do you see yourself in 10 years? I see myself being stronger, um, traveling much, much more. At 40. God, that's not <laughs> And 10 years is two hands, man. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Um, hopefully like with my own place, well, like just established, you know? Just like starting a life of my own away from as much as I love my parents like just away from depending on my parents being more independent right and having a home just I'm just want a home <laughs> what advice last question what advice would you give what would you if you ever saw a kid right that was running around that that tomboy girl that's running around with guys who's got a bunch of guy cousins what advice would you give that person um, don't let others put you down and, and treat you like you're different because you're not. <laughs> you're not any different if any, like you're different, being normal, this is it, being normal is boring, being different is way, is much better. If you're different, that's fine. And don't, and don't consider yourself as being an outcast. You're, you're gonna you're you're still a human being you have you have goals like everybody else just keep pushed through it don't let don't let anybody put you down all right Roxy thank you for doing this just thank one last thing me. I need to ask from you if you could look into this camera and do a little intro it's called the post-workout podcast mm-hmm. you can do that for me go ahead wait what do I say like just saying, <laughs> do an intro do an like, intro to the podcast the post-workout um, podcast do it I don't give a shit what you say Hey, I'm Roxanne um, on this podcast with Johnny talking about how to be fit when uh, you have a pretty stressful... No, that's what I told you to say. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, look, you're going red. The, the, <laughs> the so-called bitch is going I red. I can't, like, I can't... I don't know. My name is Roxanne. Did a podcast with Johnny. Because this is going to be in the beginning of the video. <laughs> it's called so an intro. Like, so what do what do I say? Like It's up to you. Are you excited to be here? Are you excited that we had a good talk? Yeah. Did we have a good talk? Tell people we had a good talk. This is the post workout podcast. Keep going. <laughs> oh, okay.